Brad Court Talk by Nona Earp. Welcome back to Purgatory, Herbers. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back, Erpers. Man, this episode. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, this one was off the chain. It had a moment there when I went, wait, who's that? Oh, my God. It's okay. We'll get there in a minute, though. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> And Christopher Robin was back. I know. It was very awesome. So was Charlie. I enjoy him. Oh. Oh, yeah, Charlie. Yeah, just want to remind everybody, check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie that you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And also, side note, if you like murders and mysteries, check out the uh, new Pure Phantom uh, Murders and Mystery uh, podcast. Pure Murders and Mysteries. <laughs> I should know how to say it because I'm on it. It's really cool. Check it out. It's in the feed. Anyhow, Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev. He's Brad CB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles as they're being posted. You definitely want to keep a lookout this week because all the new shows are premiering for the fall. Well, with most of the network TV yes. outlets and everything. Um, you can also check out Pure Fandom or on Facebook. And um, we're also on Facebook a couple of times. We have Brad and Court Talk, our regular podcast group. Uh, we also have our Van Helsing group over there. And we have our um, our Mayans group, right? Uh, yep. The Watchers the of Watchers. Anarchy. We resurrected that. And we have people in there talking about the show uh, during, this, during the night that the episode airs. So if you're watching the episode and want to chit-chat, Brad has the discussion thread up. And I'll be there this Tuesday as well. Uh, just come on out and talk to us. Definitely. It's kind of cool. Uh, and yeah. anything in that uh, little discussion chat, we'll probably bring up in the podcast as well. So there you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can do that at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. Yes. Do that. It'll be awesome. All right. So what is this episode about? Uh, this episode was 310. We're getting very close to the finale, guys. It's titled The Other Woman. A mysterious woman who knows a little too much about the herbs arrives on the homestead with a special mission for Winona and Waverly. The rest of the team must wrangle a deadly fire witch. Like the, I love this show and all their different types of demons and such. The supernaturals. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, the episode was directed by April Mellon. Yeah, just a fire witch. Nothing big, you know. The norms. <laughs> it's different. It's so different. It's, Unless we're on the magicians. Uh, yeah, true. This is very true. <laughs> so we start off in 1887, and uh, the Padre there is dictating something in a book. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet that could come in important later on down the line. Maybe. I love how Bobo looks so much different back in the day. <laughs> it actually took me a moment to go, oh, crap, that was Bobo. I just totally, you know, we've seen him in the past before, but it's just like... Such a drastic change. Yeah, we have our Bobo of now with his fur coat, and we have Bobo Robert of then, who looked like an accountant. Uh, I like an accountant. I do. They look like I do like Bobo in a fur coat. I do think he <laughs> rocks do. the coat. It's very awesome. Yes. You know, the hairstyle works out well with him. It's a lot better than the other accountant look. Yes, it is. Except when he's in a terrarium. <laughs> Um, but he's like a lizard anyway, so it works. Well, you know, his brain's a little on the fried side. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. French fried. Yes, French fried. Has a has a little bit of issues going on there. Yeah, I think that's because he was a tree for so long. Uh, that could do it. A little sappy on the brain. Still yeah. buffering. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was utterly shocked when the person in the hazmat suit showed up. I thought it was a space suit. I, well, like, 
it was a hazmat suit. It did look kind of space suitish, but it had this <laughs> vibes of Breaking Bad going on with it. Okay, that too. And it took me a moment to realize who it was. I was sitting there going, I know this face. Who is this person? I just And it was just one of those moments. I was like, oh my God, it's Anna Silk. Uh-huh. From Lost from- Girl. Yes. yes. And I think the problem I had with it is the fact in the last season of Lost Girl, she was pregnant. So she was a little chubbier in the face. Yeah. And she's slimmed down a lot and she looks amazing. And I was just like, oh my God, it's Bo. <laughs> it was just one of those moments. I was like, oh, you know, we had Kinsey. Did we have Kinsey on here before? Um, I think we've had everybody. We had, yeah, we had Kinsey. She yeah. was on here this season. Yeah. Kinsey. No, not this season. Who was her girlfriend? Was uh, that was her name Kinsey? She was. Well, let me go back and look. Was she on here? Was she actually on the well, show? I don't know if it was Ken. Kinsey was her friend. No, her girlfriend was on here. Um, she was the one that was trying to kill Waverly. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So Kinsey wasn't on here. She was on over from Black. That's what it was. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, Kinsey Solo. Um, yeah. Anyhow, a lot of people have been on here. Lauren was on here. Uh, Zoe Palmer. Yes. Yes, I love Zoe Palmer. Yes, she was on here. So, yeah. It yeah, the just... episode needed a succubus, so. Well, that was a really interesting. She was actually just on here, too, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, this season. Yeah. I believe, um, like, the show runner, the show creator, like, she was involved with Lost Girl, too. Like, Emily Andra, she okay. was involved. She, like, sci-fi, they, they take care of their writers. Yeah, they, they all bounce around from episode to episode. It's really kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Anyhow, that's enough of us. I want Tamsin to show up somewhere because I really love her. Uh, Rachel. Uh, s- well, s- we have an all new season next year, so it can happen. Or my surprise is for the end of this one. Oh, this is true. This is true. All right. So where are we now? We have. Yeah. Oh, so we have the lady in the uh, hazmat suit, as you said. Okay. And she said, come and get it. Chosen one. Like that gave me a Buffy uh, flashback. Yeah, I know. A little bit there. A little bit. And Charlie showed back up. He did. And we thought, well, I I wasn't sure if he's going to be written off or not. And, you know, we know he's back. And, ooh, that's just, yeah. He's even stunned that Winona gave up the Peacemaker. Yeah, everybody's a little surprised about that. Yeah. Poor like, Charlie. I thought he knew something a bit more. Like, no. where'd you come from? No. Like, why are you so shocked that she gave it up? Hey, it was for herself and for Doc to yeah. get out. Not yeah. that she got to explain that. No, she didn't explain anything. She doesn't have to. He just, you know, wants to cut the yard. That's it. Mow the grass. <laughs> Mow her grass. Well, whatever. You know, it's you got to start early in the in the. Yeah, winter. but she's she's dealing with the apocalypse, man. She has things to do. He, he got he had his feelings hurt, it's and all- he really shouldn't. Have. He hasn't been around them enough. You have to know when it's time to cut the lawn and when it's time to fight like demons and stuff. Like it- if she's in that fighting demon mode, leave her alone. She's good. It's okay. But it's purgatory, so it's always fighting demon mode. Not necessarily. Uh, like there are moments. Uh, like yeah. Doc and Winona know when to find the moments. True. Okay. You get you saying. get that five ten minutes off that you don't have to kill demons. You know exactly. Good. And like they'll find their moment. Like Charlie never learned how to do that. Like he made the moment about him. And which is what she could have done and should have done. However, you have to know when to be able to switch it over. Right. It's like Miller time. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Don't bring up Miller light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to tell. Yeah, I'll tell you later. <laughs> like I went out with friends. I'll tell you now. I went out with friends uh, the other day and somebody ordered a middle light and I just burst out laughing for no yeah. reason. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. 
Their ad campaign's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. It's all over the, the Mayans, guys. The Mayans. Yes. Why the, you know, never mind. <laughs> it's <laughs> panic. MC is drinking Miller Lite. I have no idea. That's a totally different show. Anyhow, Kevin, her name's Kevin, which is interesting. I She's there to save the world. Yeah. Like the dude from the TV show. And drives a smart car. It's pretty awesome. Kevin yeah. saves the world. Oh, God. I didn't even get that. And yeah, she's a succubus, by the way. No, she's not a succubus. I'm not really sure what she is. He is. She's she? an angel. He, she's it, a watcher. Is, like she Buffy. A, is she an angel or no? I don't know. Waverly's father was an angel. The girl mentioned who was the girl. We'll get to it later. Okay. But yeah, she could be an angel, but she's supposed to be in a watcher. She's supposed to be impartial and never interfere. But she had to interfere because Winona was fucking up. Okay. Well, yeah, that'll work. Doc is having some major blood issues there at the bar. Uh, apparently, he's getting his blood from a veterinarian clinic. Hey, that works. That's different. I've never really seen that one before. And he admits that he has issues with his new form. But remember, Nicole said she keeps a lot of shit in her bag, including wooden bullets. She's already on this. Uh-huh. I-, I love her. She's she's good to go. She has everything ready. I'm sure those wooden bullets also have like lead and holy water and like every <laughs> other thing already embedded in them in case, you know, it's an all-around multi-purpose bullet. Yes, they've been thrice blessed. Yes, I can just take off anything if I need to. It's not a problem. <laughs> it's uh, We got it all covered. It's good to go. <laughs> she just kills me. She's honestly... Uh, I... When she first came on the show, I was like, I don't know about Nicole. Now she's just totally grown into this new character that is love more. Brad Sacrilege, what are you talking no, about? No, I mean, when she first showed up, I was like, I wasn't sure. And it took a little bit. But I swear this season, Nicole has just taken on a new role of badassness. True. And especially since she's taken over as sheriff. All of a sudden, we've seen all the stuff come out of her bag that she needs to use and everything else. It's just crazy. I love it. It's awesome. Anyhow. Back to Kevin on hand, mm-hmm. who works for a mysterious bunch of world savers and knows about a magical arm and likes pickles. Uh, yes, this is true. And uh, the arm can save the world? Is is that what she says? Or is the secret weapon? Something like that. Yeah, they can, they can take the arm, mash it down, make it into a weapon, or something like that. And so Bolshar had an arm at one point in time, and he lost mm-hmm. it before he became the sheriff. Mm-hmm. That is an interesting thing. Okay, I totally forgot to play this sound clip because I loved it. And it was, you know, back when Waverly and Jeremy were in the room with Bobo. And they were trying to come up with a plan on what was going on with Bullshire. So let me just play this clip because I loved it. It was so great and amazing. We've read every bit of history and research we can get our hands on. And it's not like Bullshire has Pinterest. Whenever I'm confused watching Game of Thrones, I uh, watch a recap of the season to remember which bearded guy cut off the head of the other bearded guy. Care Bear, looming apocalypse? We need a recap. Okay. Okay. Right. We know Bullshire has some kind of power over the woods. Yeah, that guy would kill on Tinder. Like if the Giving Tree had sex with a Stephen King story. He wants into the garden. Do we know why? Maybe that's tree-related, too. Yeah, the Bible claims there were two trees in the Garden of Eden, right? The Tree of Life and the Tree of Knowledge. Not only the Bible, but the, the Kabbalah, the Talmud, the Quran, and that really weird Hugh Jackman film. But <laughs> in purgatory? We don't even have an Ikea. Okay, what was a Hugh Jackman film? I don't know. I went with Wolverine. 
with the Garden of Eden. I was, so I was trying to figure out which one it was. I'm like, I, I have no idea what movie he is talking about. I don't know. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know where <laughs> one that might be. I'm just kind of, it wasn't real steel. I'm pretty sure it wasn't X-Men. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I was really super distracted during this entire scene because if you were watching Bobo in the back, like oh, yeah. in his little glass terrarium, like he was just in there lounging, looking all sexy and crazy. And like, he looks like he was drinking it in, but not getting everything they were saying. Yeah. Like, he, was just he is funny. doing an amazing job this uh, year, acting yeah. it out of Bobo's in and out of the reality, I guess it is. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so we have Winona and Waverly going to the mine to get the arm of Bullshire. Bullshire. And as soon as they get there, of course, things have already gone bad because, hey, look, there's somebody standing up at the top of the mine. And it's one-armed Clint because Waverly knows her history. It's not one-armed Clint, though. No, it's two-armed Clint. Yes, and they're after two-armed Clint. And yeah, that was really interesting because Two Arm Clint is a radioactive, and as soon as Winona goes to hit him, he she gets radiation burns. Mm-hmm. And what did you think? I honestly, at that point in time when that happened, I thought for sure that Waverly was going to do something and like heal her from you know passing out or whatever, but she doesn't. Somehow she just manages to get past it because hey, she's Winona, and that happens. She's got that herb blood. She does have that herb blood. So they go wandering on down and run into Mercedes again. Yay! Mercedes, she of the healed face. Yes, and she kind of tells Waverly that, you know, you healed me and all this stuff, which is kind of cool because that helps Waverly get the idea that, yeah, maybe the ring can actually do something better than actually, you know, kill everybody. Mm-hmm. And she finally figures out how to use the ring and makes two-arm Clint choke out himself with Bullshire's arm. One-arm Clint with Bullshire. How would that go? One-arm Clint with one arm Bullshire, no, something like that. No, um, with Bullshire, strong arms, one arm Clint. <laughs> yeah, something, something of that nature. But as you know, that was it was great controlling him like a Wii. Yeah, like oh my god, the ring controlled the arm like a Wii, which is really cool. And um, I love when um, when Ona was like, "Yeah, chuck him out, baby." <laughs> now I want to know: is does that mean the ring will control Bullshire? Ooh, that's a good thought. Possibly. It's controlling his arm, so that's why Bullshire wants the ring, right? Maybe. But why was the ring following around Nicole? To get to Waverly? I believe to get to uh to get to Waverly. Yeah. Okay. I'm going it's like, with hey, that too. give her this ring and then ask her to marry you. Yeah, there you go. Make it all in one shot. All right, so on a interesting turn of events, Kevin shows back up, and now we know that Waverly is a champion because of the ring. Uh-huh. Didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming at all. Um, so we we find that out. She's a champion because, like, the whole thing, like, we didn't need the arm at all. The arm was kaputch. Right. Um, the whole thing was they were testing Waverly to see if she could wield the ring like her dad. Right. Exactly. That's what the ring was for. It was, yeah. Know, let's try it out here. So we know that... in. With that, I don't know. What did Kevin have to do with the uh, arm and the revenant that was down there? You think she just kind of hooked it up and made it happen? No, no. I just, no, I think the arm was a real thing. Um, it's just that she knew where it was and what was happening with it. And she told him where to go. Right. Like, but it had to make a test. 
Yeah, but they had to make a challenge to make it a test because you just can't go down there and find an arm laying around and, you know, be good with it. You got to fight for it. Yeah. Which that's how we have come to find out that Waverly was one a uh, daughter of one of the two angels protecting your garden. This is true. Now, we know that her father has actually been, he was put outside of the triangle. Mm-hmm. Because that's where Mama went to go look for him. Mm-hmm. How it's interesting that angels can be excluded from the triangle as soon as they go out too, and can't get back in. Yeah. So I'm curious to know what the story behind that whole thing is because that's really interesting. But Bullshire created a garden before he was sheriff, and and he was a snake in the garden, which is a big shocker because you know the snake in the garden. That's how everything goes downhill. It makes sense. Yes. Didn't see it coming, though. No, did not see that coming at all. So Waverly needs to take her father's place on the throne to save the world, and when that happens, she will turn to stone. No. Oh. Yeah, that's not going to work. Yep, and like the heart-to-heart the uh, girls were having there at the end, and she said it, being an erp sucks balls. Mm-hmm. That's been a theme throughout the episode, yes, and it's very it, accurate. Yes, yes, it has. Very accurate. Yeah. Like, Winona has lost a lot, thanks yeah. to being an herb. Oh, I'm, seriously, yeah. They've all lost a lot, so it's it's been a big thing. And I love how uh, Mercedes didn't have any issues with having a date right after a revenant was in her home. I mean, come on. Like you said, they live in purgatory. Crap happens. Mercedes just rolls with it. She doesn't care at all. I'm worried <laughs> about her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's been out of circulation for a minute, so she was she was ready. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about her. I like it when she got taken at the end. She's like, not in the <laughs> face. <laughs> okay. All right, now uh, let's go back to Bobo. Mm-hmm. Robin is eating potatoes to get back at the guy who made him cough up dirt for a week. <laughs> that one cracked me up. I found it kind of interesting how Robin and um, Bobo both have this interest in experimental jazz. <laughs> that scene was awesome. Like the fact that Robin just sat there for like 10 minutes, I think Bobo said, with the gun pointed at the glass cage, right. but not really looking. Yeah. Not paying attention. Yeah. And then he asked Bobo, is he a good guy or a bad guy? Yeah. Up until that moment, I was not sure Robin, not that if he was a good guy or a bad guy himself, or if he had the, if he had it, what it takes to be a part of uh, the BBD, mm-hmm. but like when he pressed the earphones up against the glass wall and then also pointed the shotgun, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you fit in just fine. Yeah, it's yeah, he's got it going on there. He knows what's happening, kind of, sort of, yeah. in a way, but still, somehow, towards the end of the episode, right? Mm-hmm. So he can't let uh, Bobo out, and Bobo says, don't let me out. So they yeah. can't open anything, so he's just pressing the headphones up there. But uh-huh. at the end of the episode, Bobo had the headphones on. I saw that. Yeah, like, I don't. Like, maybe they found a way to open the cage. Of course, they had. They are able to open it to be able to get him in and out of there. So I guess maybe when everybody got back, they opened the cage and gave him the earphones. <laughs> don't ask me how he stayed in. Okay, he's he just stayed there. He was in a good. Or maybe sp- they tranked him. Yeah, like he, they put some gas in there or something. Could be. He was in a, in a uh, good place at that point in time. Yeah. All right, back up here with Doc and Jeremy going to find Mauve and get the book for it seems she is stuck in fire for an eternity yes mavis stuck in fire for eternity because they burned her at the stake because she helped women have babies or not have babies yeah and the men folk were not happy with her feminism they they did not like that back in the day apparently a lot of things bad back in the day 
Nicole yeah. shows up and she is taking over by her, which cannot be good. And as she is possessed, it's actually fun though. Oh, it was fun. It was great. Seeing her possessed was awesome. Uh, I didn't realize she was a teenager until like those scenes. No, like, I didn't cool. either. That was, that was the best part too. It's like, I had no idea. And like Doc said, it's like a ghost teenager. Come on. She's going crazy. Uh, oh, the teenage witch. Yeah. The teenage <laughs> witch. She's suckering him in a uh, dock in with some blood, which <laughs> almost works, but he doesn't let it happen. Yeah. And then Jeremy shows up. I mean, she's you know has this chance to try to get in and take over Jeremy for a moment, but he itches, right? Mm-hmm. And because he's not all human, apparently. Yeah, she What's needs up some. With that? Yeah, she needs someone purely human, which brings to question something at the end. What we'll get to. Uh huh. So what are we missing about Jeremy? Because we knew that he was with Black Batch. We didn't know anything else about him. Now, in a previous episode, I hope you can dance, Bobo threatens Jeremy by remarking that he has a lot of metal in his body. Jeremy explains this is a result of a car accident when he was 11 in uh, the episode Waiting for You. We learn at this time he had been stuck in a car with the, de- with the body of his dead mother for three days. Mm-hmm. He also says because of that, he can sense when his friends are scared. Ah, there okay. is something in that section right there about Jeremy's past, because that's literally all we know about his past, that changes the purely human issue. Yes. Like he became something of a supernatural, even if he's just like an empath. Or, yeah, or something else. You know, there's something in that. Is that a real memory that he has also? Or is that a black badge and pose memory because something else? Oh, I think it's the real deal, especially with what we found out in this episode that he can't be possessed entirely. His body, his vessel isn't purely human. Right. So it's it's a question that we have. I mean, it's it's an unanswered one that may show up later on down the road at some point in time. Who knows? Oh, it will on this show. But you know, it would be the same thing with um Robin too, if she tried to take over him. He's not purely human anymore, too, because he still had that sap in him, right? This is true. So he's got a little bit of a distaste going on with him. A little uh, earthy feel to him. (laughs) Licking potatoes. Yeah, licking potatoes and all that stuff. During this whole conversation with uh, Maeve, they get one page of the diary and they actually find the, the entire book. And she goes a little on the crazy side. Very. Uh, still, the whole part with Wynona, with, uh, not Wynona, but with Nicole was by far hilariously great. I loved it. Yeah. Like, Cat Barrel, she's amazing. Yeah, she's, it was so much fun. It was just one of those moments. I was like, ah, uh, she's having so much fun doing this. Uh, yeah. Now, when Maeve gets upset and she kind of blows up the house, well, let's go back to it a little bit. With Nicole being taken over, Nicole's threatening, Maeve was threatened to shoot Nicole, which isn't mm-hmm. going to help because, you know, she can't take him over. Nicole's able to push her out and take back control of her, you know, of herself, mm-hmm. which goes to show Nicole's got a lot of spirit in her as well. She's got a lot of power. She And I think she knows it's this twofold thing. With everything going on in purgatory, I think she's, like, studied up on how to 
exercise <laughs> demons from her own body or something. It's just. I mean, she's always prepared, so it makes sense. She does have a lot of stuff uh, in her bag, so there you go. <laughs> she has it planned out. So Maeve gets upset and blows up the entire house. Oops. Oops. And it's good, though. They're out in the middle of nowhere, so the fire department shows up really quick. Yeah. Like, they are very good at respond with their response time. Yes, they are. Doc actually called. You think so? Because it seemed like, uh, you know, it seemed like Charlie was on the phone. He knew that there were people inside. It Hmm. seemed like Charlie was on the phone with Doc or somebody. Interesting. And Charlie uh, saves Doc. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Doc uh, quickly thanks him for saving his life by taking his. Hmm. Yeah, that whole thing. Well, we knew Doc was starving initially because he only had that one little bag of blood from the vet. And he was being taunted by um, Maeve the whole entire time also with Nicole's. Exactly. Exactly. So he he lost control, maybe. Yeah, maybe is a big thing. But yeah, we know that Charlie is uh, totally dead and will not be mowing Winona's lawn anymore. Yeah. Deuces do. Yeah, unless he comes back to life again. But that would be a different thing. Yeah, I was waiting for Maeve to pop up, like, as him, and that would be a completely different thing. Also interesting, although Teenage Girl and Winona, eh. Yeah, it would be interesting, but I, I was kind of waiting on that also. But I found it interesting. Nicole almost shot Doc, and she did threaten if he saw him again that she would kill him. So, yeah. So what's going to happen? It's it's this weird they're, thing. It's like not killing Doc. It, but it's like, where are you going to expel him to? You're in purgatory. You can't go anywhere. Right. Like, they're not killing Doc. So, when Doc was leaving, though, he had that little bloody smile thing going on, which left made you go, did he get possessed or did he not get possessed? I think he got possessed. I think with the thing with Maeve was, like, she could jump in the body if she wants to, but she can't stay if they're not pure. Like, she can't take over that body completely if they're not pure. The same thing with Nicole being there. Like, she was still alive, so she couldn't take the gut body, like, for right. forever. So she like, could she jump would into, have to be gone. She could jump into Doc, so Doc could, like, attack somebody and sort of kind of kill him enough that right. she can jump into it. Okay. Right. She caught her eye and took control for a little bit, but, like, that was the most she could do. Yeah. Like, Doc probably doesn't even realize why he did what he did. You may not even know that he did what he did. I feel like... He, he's slightly aware. I think Maeve got in and she kind of pushed his hunger over the edge and like she's the reason he killed Charlie. So basically like that backseat driver thing when you get possessed where you can see everything that's happening but you can't do anything? Yeah. Okay. With that and then maybe he didn't know maybe he didn't realize in that moment why he did what he did and like his reaction to um, Nicole was like exactly what it should have been. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy that. You got anything else for this one? Uh, I don't think so. Only I don't want, I don't want our girl to turn into stone. I'm on Winona's side with this. Like y'all figure something else out. Uh, yeah, I don't, something needs to work. That can't, that will make a bad, you know, issue there with Nicole and way hot happening and <laughs> everything else. And that's so much fun with Waverly. Her turning oh. into stone would be kind of a hard thing. dun dun Yes, um, and we know that time is cutting short because our very, very cute Christopher Robin said the blood moon is tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, oh, and um, Winona said, well, why is the sun still out and it's 9 o'clock at night? Oh, yeah, there's that. That's, you know, it's winter. Hmm. 
Huh. Next week. That's all we got next week. More yep. on that. All right. If you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Magicians, Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, and other great, amazing shows, as well as Mayans MC, which we're currently covering, which is on Tuesday nights. We do the show on Wednesdays. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Right. And if you have any thoughts or comments on this episode, you can leave it in the comment section below, or you can send us an email at bradencourttalk at gmail.com or visit us on Twitter or Facebook. And until next time. Until next time, keep your fridge stocked with pickles just in case an angel watcher comes a knocking. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.